Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews, unforgettable stories, taking you beyond the ropes. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. What is going on, folks? Welcome to the program on this Wednesday. Pleasure to have your company from wherever around the world that you are joining us. Got a lot to go through with you on today's show. We got a guest coming up that's running one of golf's most diverse and largest companies on the hospitality side uh, in, in something that now, with everything that's going on in the world, uh, is part of the reason why golf is booming because of the way it connects. You know what I'm saying? Where we discovered that golf is a great place to go for exercise. It's a safe place to be when the virus was at the height of its, its run. All of it. And, and now people are going, hey, you know, I really hadn't thought about golf too much. And I started hanging around the course and started to play a little bit or going to one of these places like a Top Golf or a Big Shots Golf where, where you can, you know, be social and also be around the game of golf as the backdrop. The game is changing. Now, talking about change, whoa, in the last 24 hours of the golf news cycle anyway, uh, much has happened. And I'm talking between uh, the Saudi-backed Live Golf Investments and the Live Golf Series that Greg Norman is the CEO of and commissioner uh, and the PGA Tour's reaction. On yesterday's show, we told you it was, it was coming. We knew that behind the scenes, the decisions had to be made and announced. Uh, th- I'm just going to, there's a whole bunch of different pieces of news out there that, that encapsulated this. I'm going to grab this one from Rex Hoggart at GolfChannel.com. And PJ Tours, best interest, he writes, players denied waivers to play in the first LIV golf event. And the main article he writes, in a surprising move, the PGA Tour has denied its members conflicting event releases to play in the first Live Golf Invitational Series event, which was scheduled to be contested in June outside of London. In a memo sent to players by Executive Vice President Tyler Dennis, the requests were denied because, quote, as a membership organization, we believe this decision is in the best interest of the PGA Tour and its players, Close quote. Under the tour's regulations, players are allowed to have up to three conflicting event releases, but the circuit does not have the discretion to deny releases if, quote, such a release would cause the tour to be in violation of a contractual commitment to a tournament sponsor or would otherwise significantly and unreasonably harm the tour in such sponsors, end quote. Earlier this year, the tour granted about two dozen releases for players to play in the Saudi International, an event on the Asian tour schedule, but the Live Golf event appears to have been viewed in a different context. According to one manager who had requested a release for a tour member, the circuit pointed out that the first invitational event is, quote, the first of an eight-event series, and more than half of those events are in the United States, close quote. The memo to players from the tour also referenced the, quote, Saudi Golf League, close quote, not the LIV Golf Invitational Series, which suggests the circuit was viewed as a rival. After the event in London, the next four invitational tournaments are scheduled to be played in the United States, Oregon, New Jersey, Massachusetts, and Illinois. The series finale will take place in Miami. The tour uh, regulations do not allow for conflicting event releases played in North America. According to various sources, as many as 20 tour members had requested releases to play 
in the first Live Golf event, including Lee Westwood, Sergio Garcia, and Robert Garrigus. Quote, sadly, the PGA Tour seems intent on denying professional golfers their right to play golf unless it's exclusively in a PGA Tour tournament. Uh, A statement from Greg Norman, the CEO and commissioner of Live Golf, read, he continued, the tour's intent on perpetrating its illegal monopoly on what should be a free and open market. The tour's action is anti-golfer, anti-fan, and anti-competition. But no matter what obstacles the PGA Tour puts in our way, we will not be stopped. We will continue to give players options that promote the great game of golf globally. Close quote. Earlier in the day, Live Golf announced a new $2 billion investment in expansion of the invitational events to 10 events in 2023 and 14 events in 2024 and 2025. Those are the, that is the line in the sand and those are the positions on each side of this. So instead of this being a situation where, as Jay Monahan said to the assembled media at the players, we are moving on. Apparently the golf world is not. And when I say the golf world, I'm talking about players that want to participate in the live golf events and live golf itself. Now, fascinating uh, interview that you're about to hear. This is courtesy of the Twitter account from Sky Sports, in which they sat down with the commissioner of Live Golf, and here is what Greg Norman had to say in defense of his new league. Under a month to go now till the first event at Centurion. Are you able to shed any light on which names we'll see involved in that? No, not, not right now, Jamie. Uh, we will do that probably in a week. Um, there's the, the releases uh, being submitted, and we're going to see what happens with the European Tour and the PGA Tour. But I can tell you this, though. Um, 36 of the uh, top 150. Um, there's 19 of the top 100, and there's six of the top 50 in that event. Okay. Pretty impressive. Now, pretty impressive because there's been a lot of white noise saying that, that players wouldn't even show up. Um, I've been very proud of the fact that uh, the players are making their choice as independent contractors to make a decision to go and play golf where they want to go play golf. I'm very proud of the fact that we've given them this opportunity. For the golf fan, their issue is more the source of the money that it's coming from a brutal, murderous dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that? 100%. And it's reprehensible what's happened with, with Khashoggi, right? Mm-hmm. Own up to it. Talk about it. But you go back into Saudi Arabia, they're making a cultural change within to change that. They don't want to have that stigma sitting over there. That, the generation of kids today that I see on the driving range, mm-hmm. they, don't want that gen- they don't want that stigma going into that next generation and their kids' kids. They want to change that culture, and they are changing the culture. Yeah. And you know how they're doing it? Golf. Sports washing. Is what you're talking about there. No, I'm not talking about sports washing. They're changing their culture within their country. Are they? Because two months ago they executed 81 men in one day. Hey, I'm not going to get into politics. I don't know what the Saudi government does with their their political side of things. I I, I don't want to get there. But every country, Jamie, every country got across to there. I'm not talking about every country. I'm I'm asking about Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. And the fact of the matter is the same people who stone women to death who chop journalists up into small pieces, who chemically castrate homosexuals, who two months ago, as I said, executed 81 men on the same day. They are your bosses. No, they're not my bosses. We're independent. I do not answer to Saudi Arabia. 
I do not answer to MBS. Okay. Okay. Let's just get that straight. My investment. People dollars, think that you do. People yeah. think that the money is going directly from Mohammed bin Salman's pockets into the pockets of no, the players. It's not. I can categorically tell you that that is not the case. I do not answer to MBS. There's a lot of stuff interlinked today. No different than the Saudi investment. No different than the U.S. government investing with Saudi Arabia. No different than the U.K. government investing with Saudi Arabia. Mm. Everything's interlinked. So the, Sports, the justification is, well, they do it, why shouldn't we? No, it's not that. Yeah. It's stepping back and understanding the realities of the fact that there is a tranche of money that's out there that's investing in Disney, in Uber, direct, indirect investments that consumers all around the world are benefiting from. Yeah. Do they sit back there and go, oh, that's Saudi money, I'm not going to get in an Uber. No, or but I'm not going to go to Disney. That's water boucherie. That's, you know... As I said, two wrongs don't make a right. Just because no. somebody else does it doesn't necessarily, necessarily but mean golf should. That's where I'm trying to separate it, right? I'm trying to make sure, and this is Greg talking. I'm not talking on behalf of the government or anybody, mm. any government, to be honest with you. I'm talking on behalf of my true belief and my passion and the, the fact that I'm so proud of the fact that I can take golf to another level in mm. another place in another way that's never been done before. Okay. And name me the last time somebody was willing to invest $2 billion into the game of golf. The European tour was connected with the Saudis, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Happy to take their money then, Yeah. right? For years and years and years. PGA tour in China, Uyghur issues. Happy to take their money, put it in their bank, no problem. But when you really look at, are they truly growing the game of golf? and giving the opportunity for those, again, independent contractors mm. to promote the interest of the tournament professional golfer? No, they're not. People have heard head nor tail of Phil for months. Have you spoken to Phil? Yeah, I spoke to Phil. Any time you ask me a question, I'm, I'm going to be transparent and mm -hmm. straight up with you. I'll either say no or yes. And yes, I've spoken to Phil. Mm -hmm. And Phil and I had a very good conversation. Um, I think, you know, I would. Phil didn't ask me about the PGA, but I would encourage him to go play the PGA, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You're the, you're the defending champion, and your legacy is your legacy. What, what do you feel about the way he's been ostracized in recent months and had his name dragged through the mud? Um, I, hate, I hate somebody being a piñata mm. on somebody else's opinion, right? Of course, Phil, and I can't speak on Phil's behalf, but what I read, Phil has apologized for, right? He wishes he could take every word back. No question about it. I don't know how that whole thing played out and why. Two sides of the story. I wasn't there, so I can't comment. But I can tell you this. Phil's legacy on the, all the years that I've been involved with him um, and seen him play, his legacy is his legacy. He's made a mistake. And as far as I'm concerned, Phil will always have an open door to any golf tournament he wants to play. If anything comes out of that, and again, that was courtesy of Sky Sports News. If anything comes out of those words from Greg Norman, whether from the release or from what you just heard, if anything comes out of what we heard from the PGA Tour in the line in the sand that they have drawn and saying we are not going to issue releases to the players, it is about how complicated this is becoming. Greg Norman called the criticism of the, the Live Golf Investments League that is backed by the Saudi's public investment fund. He called it white noise. And then he spoke about how Saudi Arabia is attempting to change their culture for future generations when 
they speak about MBS, that's the crown prince, Mohammed bin uh, Salman al-Sad. He's not an older gentleman. He'll be around for those generations. And then when pressed upon the 81 people that were executed and the atrocious, consistent record they have with human rights, he said he didn't want to get into politics when everything he was talking about was about the politics. You know, the first question is, why do you think the public investment fund invested in golf? What do they hope to see golf bring them in their country? The word is, is that they want it to be a source of future investment, tourism, etc. But the complications are a lot deeper than that. If you look at the public investment fund, and it's, it's, I would say, easy in this case to put yourself on one side of this or another, which is a question I keep on asking throughout all of this. You, us, we as fans, this event apparently is going to be on YouTube for free if it has a field that is worthy of it once it comes around because we don't know what's going to happen now. Would you watch it? Would you consume it? Are we somehow, if we do that, partaking in all of it? But that public investment fund, consider when you you draw the lines of who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. Consider that the public investment fund has invested $2.7 billion in Uber. It has 12 million shares in Live Nation. It has millions of shares in FedEx, Walmart, Visa, ADP, PayPal. It's invested over $713 million in Boeing, $522 million in Citigroup, over $500 million in Facebook. And that's just a piece of it. The numbers are absolutely massive. So it's the same way as, for better or for worse, when we talk about the cross lines and the hypocrisies, when people criticize China while wearing clothes that were made in China, and it's not just clothes, it's much, much bigger than that. So I'm deliberately not trying to give you a pathway here and say, well, here's a possible answer or there is a possible answer. What I'm suggesting is, is that yes, this is about morality. Yes, this is about decisions that you make in terms of what you do and why you do it. I didn't even get into the investments that the public investment fund from Saudi Arabia has in the world of sport that you may be consuming, including Formula One, the the Premier League, et cetera. But when you're doing that, Every person individually has to take a look at accountability as well when you're trying to make a decision on which side of this you stand on. Because it is very complicated. As far as the PGA Tour is concerned, is they see this as major competition, and well, they should, because they have never faced a competitor that is so well-funded. You heard in Rex's article that another $2 billion with a B has been dedicated towards this cause. 
So this isn't going away and it's not going away soon. And I think as much as it is a battle between now becoming behemoths, at at least defined by resources, uh, will this end up going to court from here? What will happen there? What will be the position? Uh, we know that, that the posturing on Greg Norman's side is to say that this is anti-competition anti, uh, and that these are, are independent contractors and they should be allowed to do this, even though those so-called independent contractors, while independent, they also signed an agreement to be a part of a league and that, just like any other entity, had rules. So... In each side, when it looks pretty cut and dry, on the other side, we fall into massive gray areas. And it's gray areas that we all are a part of. More of the Fairways of Life show coming up. At Ben Hogan Golf, we do things differently. We handcraft our clubs to your specifications, and we only sell online so you don't pay retail markup. We make exceptional golf clubs and deliver them directly to your door. Now that's different. In Ireland, golf is more than just a game. Come and experience our world-famous Lynx courses and our world-famous Parkland courses, all set alongside world-famous scenery. And visit our world-famous historic sites. And while you're here, enjoy our world-famous hospitality. Press the green button and start your journey at ireland.com slash golf. Hey, Bryson. What up? I was just going through Bridgestone's new online ball fitting. Pretty sweet, huh? Yeah, very cool. I just got fit to that new Tour BXS I've been playing. Nice. I got fit to the Tour BX. It's a little faster. Hold on. Here's Fred. Hey, guys. Am I doing this right? You've never looked better, Freddy. <laughs> Find your fit at bristonegolf.com. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information. Are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with tech. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for checkup. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One zero one. Gives you feedback in real time so you feel where you are in your golf swing. Transition plus 4.2 inches. Length of back swing 50.3 inches. The Wiz have really helped me to keep that consistent swing. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. 
That's the mic drop. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this Wednesday. Yeah, it's amazing with everything that's going on with the PJ Tour, with Live Golf Investments, where it's going to settle, what, what the players are going to do. It, it's incredible. And how this plays into the major championships is still a big story, too. You know, for example, if players decide that they're going to play or, you know, whatever they, whatever's going on, the, the machinations behind the scenes, and it triggers the tour to take, call it disciplinary action, or even more severe to suspend players or, or however it's defined, because originally it was said, you know, you weren't going to be allowed to be a tour player anymore, but I'm not sure if they backed off that or not. There's so much that we don't know. But if you were one of golf's governing bodies, right, the PGA of America uh, this coming week with the PGA Championship, it seems like timing-wise they're going to escape this. But right after that, you've got the U.S. Open, USGA, and then you've got the Open, the RNA. Are you going to allow players to compete in your event if those players are suspended by their respective tours or whatever definition of that discipline is, even if it's, I mean that from the standpoint of it's worse, they're not on the tour anymore, they're thrown out, whatever. What would your reaction be as one of golf's governing bodies? Would you look at it and go, whoa, 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 they've earned their spot in, the, in this major championship and so they're going to be allowed to play because we are not the tour. What, are they willing to risk splintering the relationship for that position. It, it's, and again, it's, these are all questions that are going to have to be answered moving forward. It's going to be fascinating. That's how significant just one picture of all this is. Uh, when you look at not only the President's Cup this year, but when you look at the Ryder Cup, uh, what does it mean for the Ryder Cup? The Henrik Stenson, you know, captain of the Ryder Cup, did he give a, a wink and a nod and say, no, I'm not going to partake in Live Golf Investments? So the now called DP World Tour, formerly called the European Tour, said, okay, well, then you're our captain. Well, what does that mean for Lee Westwood? What does that mean for Sergio Garcia? Can you imagine Sergio Garcia, who has the most points ever? He, he eclipsed Nick Faldo. For, for the, the Ryder Cup. And can you imagine him not being a Ryder Cup captain? Could that be the result of what's happening here? So it's like we have a sense of always history when it's swirling around us, right? We certainly have a sense of what history has been, but we also have a sense of what history should be moving down the road. Are all these people not going to be part of the Ryder Cup moving forward? Is Phil out of consideration as a Ryder Cup captain? And and I'm I'm mentioning that because of the way the the comments that were attributed to Davis Love the Third when he was talking about the ascension of players into captaincy roles and he was alluding to the Ryder Cup in New York, which it had been pretty much assumed was going to be Phil Mickelson, and he implied that there was questions now. Man, there are questions. 
you know, in the last segment, I was talking about the, the size, and this go, speaks to that confliction again and the hypocrisy of it all, of the public investment fund. As of the third quarter of 2021, there was $43 billion invested in United States-based stocks. $43 billion in U.S. stocks. And, and I, I gave you a, a list of them. I mean, some others, that, you know, Bank of America is almost $500 million. Uh, Disney's almost $500 million. So, and again, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm truly not trying to lead you to a way of thought on one side or the other. What I am trying to do is illustrate for all of us how deeply conflicted the lines are on every side of this. Now, you could, you could just break, you could take all that away, call it white noise like Greg Norman did if you want to, but you could take all of that away and say, look, I'm not making judgments based on any of that, as Greg Norman called it, politics. I don't know, it's politics of, of a murderous regime, but okay, call it politics. Take all of that away, and then it comes down to which side are you on? And I'm not asking you to speak pick good or evil. I'm just saying, which side do you want? Uh, are, you, are you such an ardent fan of the PGA Tour that you support their efforts to thwart competition? Or are you on the other side saying, you know what? 54 whole events, shotgun starts, an individual and a team component. Oh, I find that interesting. Let's let them run too. Let's see if they can find a way to, to work it together. Let players make a choice. Because choices very much seems like is what it is going to be coming down to. And whether that's a litigated choice or whether that's done through some other means, don't know. Nobody seems to. Uh, The only thing that is definite, the one thing that we can see, because it's right here in front of us, is the complications involved. All right, let me give you some air times on what's going on with the golf coming up this week. And then we're going to, we come back, we're going to have our special guest on. Uh, the Fairways of Life show is presented by DeWiz. DeWiz is a new wearable technology. It's incredible because it works with neuroscience and it tracks your swing in real time with a level of precision that's really uh, heretofore unheard of. It's based on the fact that it can measure your movements in time and space so that it gives you the feedback that you need to make immediate adjustments to your golf swing. If you go to DeWizGolf.com, you can learn more about it, DeWizGolf.com. Dom, you told me that you have your DeWiz wearable device, and I guess you were programming it the last couple of days and starting to use it. What was the experience like? It's incredible. Um, you can see and feel changes in your swing immediately, literally immediately. One swing in, because as, as we've mentioned, so it's like, a, it's like you're sort of wearing a watch, right? And you tell, you have an app on your phone, and you just tell the app, hey, listen, uh, as an example, I'm swinging over the top. So I don't want to swing over the top. So I tell it, I, if I go past here, tell me. And you don't even need a golf club. You can stand in your kitchen. You go like that. You go past that spot. The little thing will give you a jolt. It'll make a noise. It'll go, eh. you can You can have it do a lot of different things to have you adjust to what, what you're hearing and what you're seeing and feeling. And you know immediately. I'm very excited. I've just started digging into it. There's a lot of components. There's a lot of technology. There's a lot of options. 
Um, and I'm just at the, I'm literally touching the surface right now. I'm very, very excited to see what happens, Matt. Well, it, that will be exciting because heretofore we only had this one unit, which is displayed in the studio here. And then Dom received one the other day. So that's why he's programming it. He's, he's actually had a chance to use it. I haven't had a chance to use it yet. I can't wait to figure out how to use it, but I'm going to wait till Dom figures out all the details and tells me what to do from <laughs> there. Do is dewizgolf.com is the website where you can get more uh, details of that dewizgolf.com and this week as you guys know i'm off to broadcast the at&t byron nelson for espn plus that's part of of pga tour live next week at the end of the week uh, once everything starts to get underway for the pga tour uh, then i'm going to be heading off to ireland um, Brooks Kepka, I want to tell you, as, as breaking news this morning, has withdrawn from the AT&T Byron Nelson. Is that an ominous sign heading into PGA Championship? Probably. Uh, or it's a case of some nagging injury that he wants to give it a week to rest before the major championship. Uh, you guys decide. It does seem like when Brooks Kepka shows up, he, he's a guy that tends to play through pain, if you please, uh, more often than not. Uh, fill your heart with Ireland, breathtaking sights, world-class golf courses, award-winning food, incredible history, and unforgettable moments with hundreds of golf courses spread from Galway to Dublin. Experience Lynx Golf as it's meant to be in the Emerald Isle. No matter the time of year, Ireland is always in season. Head to ireland.com golf for more information. Here's your information on how, when, and where you can get your golf coming up this week. Uh, first of all, to Golf Channel. Our coverage of the AT&T Byron Nelson will start Thursday and Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. on Golf Channel and 3 p.m. on NBC. PGA Tour Live. Remember, we have four different streams uh, coming at you this week and every week. Thursday and Friday, tomorrow and Friday at 7.45 a.m. will be the start time. Saturday and Sunday at 8 a.m. will be the start time. PGA Tour Radio, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, will be the start time, respectively, each day. On the LPGA Tour, the Cognizant Founders Cup, a Thursday and Friday at 10.30 a.m. on Golf Channel, Saturday at 5 p.m., Sunday at noon on Golf Channel, and 1 p.m. on CBS. The PGA Tour Champions Regions Tradition, a major. This update presented by Tour Edge. Log on to touredge.com. Pound for pound, the best value and performance in the game. Thursday and Friday at 1.30 p.m., Saturday and Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. When we come back, we're going to be joined by an executive in the golf industry and a company that is doing it their own way. They've been doing it their own way for a long, long time, uh, and they have been reaping the fruits of those efforts and the way that the game of golf is absolutely exploding. Very much looking forward to catching up with our next guest after these words. Log on to pxg.com when you get an opportunity. Right next to me are the PXG clubs that sit alongside me every day. In fact, in this bag are the new Gen 5 clubs from PXG. You can see a couple of them right here. Uh, They are simply amazing. If you've been wondering what PXG is like, if you've been wondering what it's like, to play golf clubs for a company that is not constrained by time or money simply by their philosophy of producing the very best clubs they possibly can produce, then log on to pxg.com and check it out for yourself. If you've ever been wondering what it's like to be custom fit to the nth degree and ensure that the clubs that you're playing are perfect for you, 
and your game and your swing, not the other way around, uh, then you may want to check out pxg.com today because uh, nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, period. Back with more of the Fairways of Life show after this. Boyne Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoyneGolf.com. Yes, hello world, huh? <laughs> and with one subtle hello, Tiger began an amazing and unthinkable career. I've done it for 20 years now with, with Bridgestone. It allows me to play an aggressive style around the greens, and it's allowed me to win a lot of tournaments. Bridgestone Golf, proud to be part of your journey. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information. Premium golf equipment doesn't have to be expensive. At Ben Hogan Golf, we design and custom build our clubs and sell them directly to you. And you can try any club for just 25 bucks at benhogangolf.com. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. Absolute delight to have your company. Matt Adams here with you. Dominic and Andrew are behind the glass. Old friend David Pillsbury is the CEO of Invited. If that name may be unfamiliar to you, I'm sure you will know them by the former name Club Corp. Yes, one and the same. David, how are you, my friend? I'm good, Matt. It's great to see you this morning. 
It's good to see you as well. I'm really curious about everything that's going on in the world of Club Corp, now called Invited. First of all, let's start there, the rebranding of the company. When did you officially decide that you wanted to do this? Why did you do it? And how do you think it's been received early on? Yeah, I mean, it's it's been it's been a journey, you know. I mean, we've been here um, now uh, a little over four years, and um, a lot's happened. You know, we've changed a lot in the in the company. Um, the pandemic, I think, you know, reminded all of us how important connection uh, with other people is, and and clubs have you know really become a central part again of people's lives, uh, which is very exciting. And and as we look back to our heritage. I mean, it's 65 years. I mean, Bob Dedman started this company in Dallas uh, in 1957, and he had a pretty unique vision. I mean, it's kind of hard to believe that in 1957 in Dallas, Texas, Bob Dedman uh, basically launched a disruptive private club concept. And it was disruptive because in 57, if you wanted to belong to a private club, it depended on, you know, where you were born, who your parents were, the color of your skin, your religion, what school you went to, you know, all kinds of different filters. And Bob Demon said, look, I've got a different vision. Uh, I'm gonna start a private club where if you have the means, everyone is invited. And that's really been our platform for 65 years. And, and so we actually thought that um, it was time, you know, we've sort of been changing from the inside out and, and uh, doing a lot of incredible things here. And, and we decided it was time to, to put the new paint um, you know, on the car. And, um, and we think that invited actually is more consistent with the original vision of, of the company. And so we decided to do this about six months ago. We've been talking about it for a while, but we just didn't think we were ready, you know, from the standpoint of the things we were working on. And, um, and we wanted to use the inaugural, at the time, Club Corp Classic, which was a couple of weeks ago, which will now be the, the invited celebrity classic as the launching pad. Uh, kind of the ideal, you know, opportunity to tell the story at a PGA Tour Champions event, a great event with great celebrities. And, and so that's what we did. And so we're off, uh, off and running and we've opened a new chapter in, in the history of a great company. All right, well, let's talk about the present and the future for a second, David, too. If, you know, I've known you for years, but if you and I were sitting next to each other at a bar at an airport, didn't know each other, and, and it, was a, it was a flight cancellation or delay, had hours, and got into, what do you do, what do you do, what do you do? And you tell me, oh, I'm CEO of Invited. And I said to you, what's invited? In 2022, what is invited? Well, we're the world leader in ownership and operation of private clubs. And we, we have four different business verticals. Um, obviously the biggest is our, our golf and country club division, which is you know, 161 um, golf and country clubs, 208 18 hole golf courses. And um, you know, we remain committed to to the principles that Bob Debman founded the company on, which is building relationships and enriching lives. That's what we do. And, and it happens, of course, on the golf course, and that's the one that's most visible, but it also happens on the pickleball court and on the tennis court and in, in the swimming pool and in our restaurants. I mean, it happens all over a private club. That's really what a private club is about. It's about fellowship and people gathering. And we've taken that across our other three business verticals, which are city clubs. We have 32 city clubs across the country and some big markets, which are dining and social clubs, and and they're amazing, and they're places for people to gather. They're driven around programming and wine dinners and culinary excellence and the things that we do really well. And and we also have stadium clubs. It's our third business vertical, which is basically a city club inside of a collegiate football stadium. We have seven of those, and 
and many more on the way. And then finally, we've got Big Shots Golf, which is, you know, where everyone gets to be a big shot. They get to be a member for the day. And we have seven Big Shots locations. And and uh, this is a very rapidly growing part of our business, which we're excited about. And so, look, we've, we've uh, you know, we've evolved and changed over time. And, and, um, and so now Invited really represents, we think, you know, the best of, of what club life has to offer. It's interesting to me, David, because you mentioned specifically the time frame of four years. And in that, in that uh, four, four years of time, the world has changed, too. In that same stance of time, the world has completely changed. So I'm curious where from when you came in, you personally, when you started and you came in with, with a thought and with a vision and then the world turned upside down and through it, people realized and embraced the virtues of the game of golf for all those things that you have already touched on. I'm curious how much that has changed and that much has energized and that much has defined now this future direction you're going through these various different business entities. Well, Matt, it's a great, it's a great question. We, we started this journey of what we call premiumization and elevating the quality of the product, the quality of the golf course, the quality of the conditions that we provide our members, the quality of the experience inside the clubhouse, culinary offering, um, service from our from our teammates. Um, we started that process um, in late 2018 and really um, accelerated that in 2019. And when COVID hit in 2020, um, I mean, for the first few months, it was the abyss. I mean, none of us knew what was going to happen. It was it was terribly frightening. We furloughed 10,000 of our own teammates in 10 days. Uh, we cut half a billion dollars of operating expenses to preserve cash because we didn't know how long this was going to last. At that time, we had golf courses that were closed. Um, and then a few months later, uh, the green shoots started to show up and people sort of rediscovered golf as a place to gather and connect outdoors, safe, uh, wholesome, you know, um, physical and memorable. And and we saw this, you know, surge of interest, um, not just in golf, but in all things that happen at a private club. And, and that has certainly sustained itself. So, you know, we really had our, our sale was up and we, you know, we, we caught the tailwind um, from COVID, which really didn't start for a few months after um, after, you know, people discovered uh, golf in the private club world as a great place and a safe place uh, to escape and, and connect with, with, with friends and family and, and associates. So, you know, it's, it's really interesting because it's, again, I think it ended up being a reminder of this basic human need. I mean, people, people ask me, well, you guys are in the golf business, you're in the food business, you're in the restaurant business. No, we're not. Actually, we're in the relationship business. I mean, we sell human connection. It's a basic need that everybody has. They want to be connected. And that's what we uh, make happen at our clubs every single day. And COVID just reminded us about how important that human connection is and how much we missed it. Uh, whether we're talking, David, about the, the, the golf and the clubs of the 161 plus uh, that you have, the, the city clubs, the dining and social clubs that number 32 and, and will grow, the stadium clubs that you've already noted with the intent to have many more, a uh, big shots golf uh, that you guys are continuing to grow as well. Seven locations nationwide currently and growing from there. I'm curious collectively or individually, as you please, uh, in this question, where do you see the future of all of this going? 
Yeah, look, I see I see us continuing to grow um, in our in our what we call our core business, the golf and country club business, because we have a we have a lot to offer. Um, you know, there are a lot of clubs out there. You know, over the last twenty five years, they may have seen a surge in interest in golf, but they're undercapitalized. You know, they haven't redone their fitness club, they haven't redone their swim program, they haven't added pickleball courts, and they don't have the money to do it. And that's what we do. So we 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 can acquire a club, we can bring a club up to contemporary standards, which essentially makes that club appeal to a broader audience. I mean, we can appeal to a much larger group of prospects of potential members than some of these traditional commercial clubs that have struggled, frankly, over the last you know, 20 or 25 years. So we see substantial growth opportunity for us in our core business. Um, we don't see as many uh, clubs added in the city club division. We see some markets like Miami and San Francisco and New York that we would like to add. But we see stadium clubs and big shots growing very rapidly. Um, we think there's a lot of opportunity there. We see, for example, in our big shots uh, arena, 250 markets, Matt, across the country that we know can support, you know, a big shots or a top golf. I mean, there's lots of these great alternative golf entertainment concepts. And look, we see it as a rising tide lifts all boats. I mean, the more the better. And there's plenty of white space. And so we, we plan to have uh, 25 locations open. Uh, by the end of 2024, so we're um, we're on a very steep growth trajectory in Big Shots Golf. And I, I've I've heard some talk in the marketplace about some initiatives by Invited and where you guys would like to go for investment capital, et cetera. Uh, anything on that that you'd like to talk about today, David? Yeah, we, look, we're constantly looking at you know alternative capital strategies. I mean, to do all these things I just talked about requires capital. And so I spend a lot of my time and, and you know, our, our sponsor spends a lot of their time thinking about capital structure and strategy, which is what's the most efficient and effective way for us to source capital to fund the growth opportunities that we're so excited about and to, and to, and to really spread um, the, the success that we've, that we've built in this amazing platform we call Invited. David, I got to tell you, I'm really proud of you, my friend. It, it's been a long time. It's great to see that Invited is surging. Uh, Clubcorp.com still works as a website, folks, too, if you want to check out anything that David's talking about. I wish Invited, I wish you personally the greatest of success on the path that you were on. Well, Matt, thank you. It's great to see you. You've got a great show. We love following you, and we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. It's good to see you as well. Uh, folks, the Fairways of Life show is presented by the PGA Tour Superstore. The PGA Tour Superstore is the number one golf retailer in all the land. More than 50 big, beautiful stores spread out from coast to coast. And within them, you can find whatever you need for your golf game. They're staffed, though, by professionals. I think that's the reason why they're the number one golf retailer in America. Check them out when you get a chance. Thank you so much for everything uh, that we were able to experience today with all of you. There's a lot of things churning around in the world of golf that are of great significance. Uh, looking forward to also sharing this week uh, the AT&T Byron Nelson coverage, again, that you can find on ESPN Plus through PGA Tour Live. And don't forget, this weekend, uh, we will have Nick Price on the Fairways of Life show. Hope you guys have a great Wednesday. Bye for now.